Hello, and thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the She Means Business Podcast, where we bring together badass women business owners, industry leaders, and other aspiring women to celebrate their success and empower you. I am your host, Ashley Masowski. I'm a business owner, wife, and mom of twin toddlers. Ambitious is my middle name. Join our email list and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find inspiring content, updates, and the chance to connect with like-minded individuals. Remember to leave a review and share how we've inspired you. Now, let's get to business. Welcome back to the She Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Mastowski. I am so excited today to learn the story of our next guest. We met in my past life years and years and years and years ago when I owned a bakery. Keep in mind, I didn't do the baking. I was the operations and business person on that. So don't think I'm baking cookies. But she is in PR and we just kept running in the same circles. We did a lot of things with celebrities and I think a lot of her clients, she can go into that a little bit. But we've always stayed connected. I love social media specifically for that. And she does some amazing work within the community. But what people don't really know about Las Vegas is we're a pretty large city now, but like super small town vibes. What I've learned since I got out of the service industry and into the financial insurance world, everybody knows everybody still. Everybody is connected in some way, somehow. Um, So fast forward, I know we just, other than being on um, social media and seeing each other, we've had some more connections through my mind performance coach, Lindsay Paoli, who is also a previous guest. So it's just been fun. She's a, a huge advocate for women and women business owners and always love watching the things that she's doing for everybody. So let's just get to it. Welcome Ruth Berman with Image Words Communication. Oh, thank you. This is such a thrill and such an honor. I think you are extraordinary. Oh, thank you. It's It's been so much fun. I think we've known each other for like 10 years now-ish? Yes. Maybe even longer. And I've watched your whole journey, both personally <laughs> and in business. And I I mean, I don't use the word inspiring lightly, but I just think I, you're oh. like inspiring to an extraordinary level. Oh, thank you. Some days it's like, what am I doing? It's a little bit crazy. And I'm, it's, it's that image. I always tell people it's that image where everything looks smooth on the top, you know, above the water, but underneath you're like paddling really hard like a duck. <laughs> so sometimes it really makes you kind of stop and kind of rewind a little bit and look at back through everything you've accomplished and what you've done and be like, okay, you know what? You still have the struggles. Everybody has them, but look at what you've done, what, what, you know, you've been able to do. So that's, that's awesome. Thank you for that. <laughs> But enough about me. I am so happy to connect back with you. Um, I would just love to hear your story um, because honestly, I don't even know you that that well. So I just want to hear your story and kind of go from there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I am so blessed to be an entrepreneur. I'll celebrate my 23rd year in my own business uh, this year. Wow. Um, I I started... That's inspiring. Yeah, thank you. It's crazy. I'm so excited. I'm pinching myself because I'm really grateful and I've learned a lot of lessons over the years and I'm still learning them. So I started, I grew up in the Midwest and uh, born born in Wisconsin, grew up in Indiana, moved to Las Vegas from Chicago. And I always, I was a journalism major. I was a journalist, got into corporate PR, started my own firm. And I 
was not a natural business owner. It was not a natural leader. So it really has been truly a journey with a lot of wrong turns for me. So I, I think we all have wrong term. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we do. I think we do. And I really, um, I've learned from every wrong turn and I'm still making them. Honestly, that we all make them. And I always tell people, you're always going to make mistakes, but as long as you learn from them and grow from them, that's, that's the only, that's all you can ask, right? You can't have the success, successes without the fails. Yeah. And you know, we, we, uh, we both know Lindsay, the mind performance coach. And I think mm-hmm. partly through Lindsay, I really learned sort of how I function best and how to navigate my natural tendencies to function mm-hmm. better, both in my business and personally, Ashley. And that's been a real game changer for me. And I pause more in the past. I never paused. I just kept going forward. And that's where I make some of those wrong turns. (laughs) Yep. That's actually a really valid point. Sometimes we really need to pause and just take a step back and, you know, kind of just look over everything. And I think that's a big thing because we have that, we get in that grind mentality as entrepreneurs, you know, you have to feed your family, you have to grow your business, you have to, you know, grind your way. And it's not, it's not the case. And I, the only thing that got me to that road is the kids. (laughs) If I didn't have kids, I would probably still be in them, that mentality. So they've helped me kind of shift a little bit like, nah, that's not what's important. They're important. Yeah. Life is important. I, I, I I love that. I love that about you and about, about your journey and about some of your, some of your shares on social. And with me, I think even recently, and I've been in business for myself a long time, I kind of, I was Mm -hmm. going through this season of my business where I was feeling a little bit resentful of the fact that not everyone I was working with thought the exact way I thought and didn't necessarily Mm. attach the same value to things as I did. So I got kind of curious and I decided to force myself to slow down a little bit. I'm a quick start, but to force myself to really have those conversations, not just with my clients, but with people in my life. What's a win for you? What do what's valuable to you? And that's been Mm -hmm. really positive for me, both in my relationships and in my public relations business. Yeah, no, that's totally that's. And it's a lot of, it's a big testament to you too, being that you said you weren't, you know, a natural born leader and you, as a business owner, even if you're in business just for yourself, you kind of have to, to be successful. So I'm sure that's brought you a ton of personal growth, you know, on that end to just see how far you've come as an individual, not just the success of your business, but now in the personal side of it too, because they always overlap, right? And actually, I'm a woman in my 50s, and I'm just now kind of getting to that sweet spot of of all of this. So that's one reason I was so honored to have this conversation, yeah. because I'm hoping that some of the things that you and I talk about, you know, will be helpful to others mm-hmm. watching this. You know, it's it's not too late. Yeah. You know, never, no. my negative self-talk can get really loud. So that's why I really, really mm-hmm. do um, evolve and, and it's a daily thing. Yeah. So yeah, it, it feels, it feels yeah. good. 
And then I have to remind myself when I have that next hurdle to slow down yep. and really focus on what's really what's really important and what I'm capable of. 100%. And I love that you made the point about age because I really struggle with that because, I mean, hello, I have two-year-olds that, and I'm turning 40. Like all of my friends, their kids can babysit my kids. And so sometimes I'm like, you know, you just get a late start in life. I mean, obviously I was dealing with fertility issues, so we were trying, but it, it took seven years. But at the end of the day, you know, our path is our path and we can't look at it in a negative way, even though sometimes during those times we really are wondering and the negative self-talk, you know, definitely shows up. But I am so excited to be be turning 40 and I, even with little kids and I'm like, trust me, the energy part's hard, <laughs> but you know, I'm like, you know what, this was my path and I just need to own it and I'm excited for it. And honestly, I feel like it brings that extra level of, I don't want to say maturity, which some of it is, but some, you know, I definitely have some immature moments, but it, it's definitely helped. Right. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it is, it's never too late. I don't think your path is written for you and you just have to keep going with your gut. And if this is what you want to pursue, pursue it. I don't care whether you're 70, whether you're 20, go with your gut and what you want to do. Yes. Thank you for that. And I give you so much credit. And with me, I mean, I guess I judged myself a little bit um, the last few years as I, I, I changed my business and I up-leveled and I added some new business offerings. And, and, and it's been heavy for me because, you know, it hasn't necessarily come quickly or easily. Um, so I think I judge myself a little yep. bit, Ashley. I'm like, I'm a woman in my 50s. I mean, I should have this figured out or I would do which I tell all of my mentees not to do. I would compare myself to others in my business and ooh, this uh -huh. seems to have it figured out. He or she seems to have it all together. What's wrong with me? So now I just, it's so, it's so natural for me to do that. So now I just don't allow myself to do that. I focus on my own path and I reinvent myself awesome. all the time. Yep. You know, comparison is the thief of joy. I can say that left and right. And social media is not helping. And we, that's what we do all the time. Oh, look at this. You know, this agent has, you know, her life together. She's driving the fancy car. She's doing all the things, but you know what? Maybe she's not happy or maybe she's, you know, it's just a front, which I see a lot, especially in Las Vegas. Everything's kind of for show. And that's not who I am. I don't need the million dollar country club, you know, thing. And I'm, I'm not against, I, I'm not saying anything bad if, if that's your life, but I don't need it. And I don't need to compare myself to that. You know, I have two kids that I'm later in life raising. And so my money's going to that now. I don't, you know, I have goals that I want to set that I would like to be, but I don't need it today and tomorrow. But it's a conversation you're always going in your head. And how do I fix that? And how do I, you know, get out of that negative self-talk like you were saying? Yes. And you know, my, and this is going to sound a little cheesy, but something that I know about myself no. is that when my energy gets negative, which it can in a nanosecond through a situation, if I allow it to, when my energy gets, gets mm -hmm. negative, I don't find myself to be appealing to anyone in my life, including myself. However, when I do whatever I need to do to keep my energy 
positive and optimistic. I am a magnet for opportunity. And when I'm happy, you know, that's a good place for me to be. So I, that's just something I know about myself. And yeah. when I look, which is awesome. Most people don't. It's taken me a so long time awesome. to learn it. Yeah. But I, I know that. And I just, you know, I have to sometimes also, and I'm sure that you are faced with this. I really have to radically kind of lower my expectations of myself. We are our own worst critic, right? <laughs> it gets intense. Like I'm very guilty. I, yes, I have very high standards for myself and the people around me. And if it doesn't meet that, that's tend to be when I start to go into my shell and start to get really frustrated. And then just everything around you implodes all at the same time. And you're like, nope. But like you said, you just got to step back and pause, reevaluate, and then go from there, you know? And another thing that um, so, this is a recent learning. And again, you know, I'm, I've been, I've been in business for two plus decades, but one thing that I'm really, yeah. really passionate about that I tell everyone I know is um, to find a way, and this is something I'm doing myself, find a way to do the thing now. Don't wait until you feel perfect. That's a big thing for me in my business. There's never a perfect time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now, and if you wait, Ashley, in my experience, if you wait, sometimes you miss opportunities. 100%. You couldn't be more, you know, it's like they say, don't, don't start a business until it's the right time. Don't have kids until you, I'm like, there is no right time. You are never financially ready for what you were about to walk into <laughs> with these children. <laughs> so there, there's never a right time. And you are, 100%. And sometimes I feel silly. So, uh, you know, my business partner is very calculative, you know, financial, like I have the books have to work. And like right now we're in a state of business trying to figure out we need to hire, which role do we hire? What do we hire? Can we afford the hire? And, you know, so as we're talking to it, I go, I know this is going to kill you, but my gut says do this. The finances might not, nothing else might say it, but my gut says we will, I just, we figure it out. You figure it out. <laughs> I know to those people who have the opposite. <laughs> so it's just like you go with your gut and you're like, sometimes that there's no logical <laughs> explanation, especially when you're dealing with people who don't <laughs> have that mindset. I'm like, I don't know. You just figure it out and you, you do it. If I have to regrind just a little bit more, because I know it's the right thing, you know, you can't really, I don't think our guts are ever wrong, right? Oh, oh my gosh. I, I seriously teared up when you said that, Ashley. I um, had a situation very recently where I had a, I, I have a PR firm. I help news media nationally, as well as here in Las Vegas. And I had an opportunity that came my way and I didn't technically have time to help. And I didn't have a client who was a fit. So I got real ninja and I made something happen. And I found someone to help with the media opportunity who is now a new client of mine. Flash forward. And that's awesome. I went with my gut. And it was crazy for me to even help. But I just knew this was a journalist I hadn't worked with before. And I knew it was a great opportunity. And I, I knew in my heart that if I found a way to do it, it would, it would be magical in some way. 
And and it was, but it's like if I had yep. if I had listened to yep. like if I'd been really if I hadn't listened to my gut, it never would have happened. And now this new client is introducing me to people. And, and I had another situation with a local client I just got. So yeah, I think listening to our gut. You just gave me goosebumps, oh, just so you know. Oh my that, gosh, both of these clients are legitimate. That is so cool. Amazing human beings. Yep. Yep. And that it just goes to show. And I always say it to my employees and, you know, with insurance, like as long as you do the right thing, you do the right thing for the client. It might not make you the most money. It, we might not even get the client because maybe their policy with their current carriers, perfect. And um, they don't have any issues. You know, if it was something else, like we could provide better service or whatever it is, but you know, if there's, a, we tell them and we say, you know what, you're great where you're at or you know what, you really need to do this and here it is, but maybe we placed them with some with a carrier that we didn't make as much commission on. It doesn't matter because I say at the end of the day, if you do the right thing for the client, it'll all come back around in a different form, in a different way. We don't know how, but I feel like that's why my business has grown to where it was. And I said, that's the reason, you know, like it, we keep getting leads, we keep getting, and I couldn't even tell you half the time where the leads come from. And so, I mean, I can, but, you know, like it's just from planting all the seeds, but at the end of the day, it's doing the right thing. It's, and, but we go, you go, you know, that all goes to show that, you know, you go with your gut and you do the right thing and it circles back. So I am excited that that was an opportunity that you kind of went with and now look at everything that's unfolding. Yeah. And, you know, conversely, you know, to your point you just made about doing the right thing, Ashley, I have some, you know, mentees and then also some collaborators I've worked with over the years who um, will say things that just don't feel right to me. And when that happens, I really get curious and I don't mm -hmm. try to change them, but sometimes I'll explain. And one thing, and I don't know if you've heard this in your business, Ashley, but I've had more than one person say to me about a prospective client or about a situation when a business owner or leader is pushing back, he or she has money. They have money. And that is something that I was just talking to someone about it this morning. Just because they have money doesn't mean that they should spend it on my service yeah. or that they should spend that percentage mm -hmm. of it or that they see the value. That's on me. Uh, to explain, yep. and they may yep. or may not choose to do it. So that's something that I see a lot with collaborators I work with um, in regard to clients in the healthcare industry and the finance industry. And it, it, it bugs mm -hmm. me because yep. I just, yeah, I just, it's about doing the right thing. Yes, 100%. I've always known you're a good human. And I've all, but it just, I think this world is jaded and there's a lot of, not good humans out there. And I, you know, over time have definitely sh shrunk my circle and I've weeded out, but it's, it's just a breath of fresh air knowing that there are still, and I know there's always still good humans out there, but it's hard to, you know, it's hard to find sometimes in our industries and, you know, around in the social circles, especially when you get to people who have money, you know, it's, but at the end of the day, I, I always tell people, just be a good human. Do what you would want somebody to treat you or to give you advice for. Um, not everybody, we don't have to take on clients either, right? Not every client's a good fit for you. 
<laughs> so, yeah. You know, and, and you know, it's also, and then it's just going to make your life even worse. Feeling oh like my that. gosh, a hundred percent. And that was something that I wanted to share with you. I have a, a friend and client in a related industry to yours and he may, he may specialize in different lines of insurance. And I was talking to him about you over lunch a couple of weeks ago. And, um, I, I believe it's all about not having assumptions. So I said, Hey, you know, here's, here's her company and here's what she does. He said, yeah, I would love to connect with her because I don't want clients in that industry and she may, you know, want, um, to refer me things. So I think it's about being radically collaborative and not making any assumptions. Yeah. I refer gigs to my competitors all the time and media opportunities. And I hope they do this. Yes. Oh my gosh, that is such a big thing that I'm like, I'm actually really good friends with another independent agency owner here in Las Vegas. Why can't we be friends? There is plenty of insurance. <laughs> like there's pr plenty of people that need insurance. I'm not going to step on your toes. You're not going to step on mine. We can learn and help. I am a big proponent of collaboration. And I just, I get really frustrated when you have, when I was at State Farm, and I know this is everywhere, but when I was there, I feel like a lot of agents weren't friends with each other because they saw themselves as competition and they didn't want to talk to this agent or they didn't want to talk to this agent because, you know, they're competition and they felt threatened. Honestly, I'm like, but I don't understand why we couldn't be more friends. Like we all have, we're all marketing to different things, different people, different niches, you know, like. I, it really drives me nuts when people won't connect with me or want to be friends because they're threatened or they don't want to collaborate, you know, because I'm competition. Like, no, we can all learn from each other. Yeah. And, and social media, you know, you mentioned it earlier in our conversation, you know, if I am, um, I, and I have a public relations firm, but I collaborate with social firms with um, search engine optimization firms, with digital marketing firms. So what I am really passionate mm -hmm. about is always giving credit where credit's due. So I will never, ever take credit yep. for someone else's work. I will always go out of my way to tag them uh, on social media. And, uh, yeah. and, 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 you know, my natural tendency is to be a little intimidated by my competitors. However, I feel that's, you know, that's a growth killer. So I've really challenged myself in recent mm -hmm. years to just say, hey, I have a bunch of new clients in this industry and a bunch of new media relationships. You know, how can we help each other? What kind of gigs are you looking for? Like, I don't do a lot of food and beverage right now. Do you have food and beverage clients? And I get yep. media asks, you know, whatever it might be. So I really, it, and it makes me happy. I'm mm -hmm. also growing a lot nationally. You know, I'm yeah. looking for an extra client in New Jersey. I'm looking for an additional client in California. You know, so I'm really, really radically collaborating. Um, and, and, yeah. and I don't, and I'm not self-serving about it. I just have a real open mind about it. Mm -hmm. I know it's going to take a lot of, you use the term regrind, which I love. <laughs> what does that mean to you? Yes, I love yes. that term. <laughs> I Go back to the, back to the drawing board and just, you know, we're, I, I'm trying to get away from the grind, right? But sometimes you just, when you own a business, you you really have to sometimes get back in the trenches. To me, that's what it means is just getting back, you know, rolling the sleeves up. You know, I'm not necessarily, 
I'm always in the day-to-day stuff, but I'm not necessarily quoting people every day or doing policy changes. But when we need help, I do it. When we get backed up and behind, I, I'm back in the trenches. And you can't be afraid to do that. Yeah, you know, I bake and cook. Um, it's one of my hobbies. And I made some, uh, I make, I, I do it a lot on Sundays. I'm not a fancy person that meals prep, meal preps, but I make a lot of soups. I made a soup on Sunday that was, I, one of them was perfect. I made two. One of them was horrible. It had no taste. I kept trying to add things to it. I just ditched it and started over. So that, that would be a regrind yep. in cooking. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Yep. For sure. For sure. Discover peace of mind from safeguarding your family's future to shielding your company's assets. First Choice Insurance has you covered. Ask for a review or quote today. Well, I want to hear more about your business. You know, what does PR mean? Let's just, you know, get to the basics so people, you know, I want our guests to understand and know what you do and what is a PR firm? When should a company hire a PR firm? If you know, give give your overview on, you know, your your industry and what you do as a business, but then also like tell me what you're looking for. Tell me, you know, we're going to throw this out into the universe. So you said you're looking to grow nationally, which is awesome. So cool. So what can we find and hopefully, you know, we can find some reach. I'm a big um I'm a big networker. I love to network with people all over no matter what because I feel like there's always a place. So Take it away and kind of give us your overview. Well, it's very generous of you, Ashley. So, I mean, I would say that every public relations firm is different. What I specifically do in my public relations firm is I seek out opportunities to amplify business leaders, businesses, and personal brands. So that is what I do. And I do that through... Uh, the editorial, editorial news opportunities and other marketing opportunities and strategic collaborations with both internal teams and clients, other marketing consultants. So that's what I do. Uh, and I work in a few different ways. I do have a few clients I work with on retainers in this season of my business. And this is, this sounds so funny whenever I mention it, but in this season of my business, Recurring retainer clients feel like prison to me. Uh, so I only have a few of them. A lot of what I do is project work and recurring and seasonal project work. Okay. And another new, and a new program I have through this national campaign is called SEOPR. So that's search engine optimization public relations. So what that is. And I do it for my local Las Vegas clients as well as clients in other cities and nationally, where I'm really seeking out national PR opportunities, websites and in magazines, on TV, that I help my clients remarket on their own social and on their own digital marketing. Okay. So that's a big focus of what I'm doing okay. because I decided based upon where I'm at in my life, my husband is now retired. And I have family back in the Midwest. I like to work remote a lot. I decided that that was how I was going to be happiest. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned earlier, when I'm happier, I'm a magnet for opportunities. So that is kind of, you know, in a nutshell, what I do and how I do it. I've also really focused on, I call myself a happy generalist. 
I will help anyone. I love it. You know, if we're a match, Ashley. However, I do a lot of work in um, healthcare, mm -hmm. in home services businesses, and okay. I love small, locally owned businesses, mm -hmm. and I love helping women owned businesses. Um, but then there are a few things I really yep. do not want to do in this season of my business. And one of those things is event PR. So if you came to me, I don't blame you. If you came to me and you said, <laughs> Hey, you know, I'm having a big event and I, um, that's all I want you to do. I want to help you have you PR it. I would probably refer you to one of my collaborators or help you with certain aspects, but not the event PR. Isn't it real? One thing that I feel like I'm not, I'm not there yet. I can see glimpses of it, but I, where you're at right now and being able to be particular and really be picky about, I don't want to do this and I don't have to do this. You know, when I first started, I had to write everybody and everything that came to me because this is, I had to feed my family, right? And now, five years later, we turned five on March 1st. Yay. Um, I want the people that respect my industry and want actual, you know, a, a professional licensed protection, you know, and somebody to review it and not just, you know, I want the cheapest, the cheapest, the cheapest. Um, even though we can still find value, but they actually see the value in insurance and I can turn you down. If you're not the right fit, I don't, we don't have to take you. And I love that you, you're doing that with your, you know, you're at your stage that you found that like, Hey, don't, I don't like this. It causes me stress. It gets me to the wrong spot, but you're, you know, then turning them away. But I love that, that you've gotten there. And I think we all aspire to fully be where we want it. that's to me that's what entrepreneurship is right that's the perfect job is to take what you want and to take the clients deal with the clients that you want and not have to deal with the head cases anymore right <laughs> the less stress and then you really enjoy what you're doing yes yeah i i 100 agree and then you know there are exceptions to every rule um just this morning a few hours ago yeah. um i'm an early bird uh i submitted a, a a little press release rewrite for a business leader I'm a big fan of. And the price point, quite frankly, was not at my typical minimum. And I did it anyway. And then the individual kicked back an edit. And I had a super clear conversation by text. Can't stand negotiating by text, but I did. And uh, said, hey, just so you know, this is going to be an extra $65. Are you okay with that? You know, so I'm always radically, you know, I don't over communicate. However, I've learned through some of those wrong mm -hmm. terms I mentioned earlier, that clear is kind, and I never want anyone to be surprised. Yeah. I've heard that before. Clear is kind. That is so true. Is that, I don't know, that, I'm that really that's is. pretty brown. Clear is kind, unclear is unkind, but I, I, I I'm so. the queen of unclear. Like, I'm yes, the queen of yes. unclear if I let myself be. And at the end of the day, it's always good to just overly, I always tell people, I'm like, look, I'm just being transparent. I'm just, just in case, you know, I got a phone call yesterday from a financial advisor. We work with a lot of them that want to refer people to us. 
And sometimes those, you know, and so they're looking for a new referral partner. They've been really unhappy with their current um, agency that they've been referring to. They've just kind of been dropping the ball. So, you know, I always like to ask, you know, why are you looking for a new referral partner? Because sometimes it's them, right? (laughs) Sometimes not. So I want to make sure I can at least meet their expectation. But, you know, I'm like, hey, just, you know, at the as we're wrapping up the conversation of getting to know each other and if we're the right fit, um, I have the conversation, you know, I, I said, hey, I just want to be transparent. Are you looking for, you know, commissions? Are you looking for, you know, a, a financial kickback? Um, and certain industries are very strict. You can't, but there's ways around it, right? Let me send you a gift card or whatever. He said, no, I, I don't want anything. You know, I don't, I just want my clients taken care of. That's what we care about. And I said, perfect. I go, I just want to make sure we're setting it up front, you know, that I'm not, because sometimes then it gets really muddy and you're like, I, plus it's more work. So then, you know, but clear and transparent is always so And important. it's so uncomfortable too, for me, sometimes to have those conversations. It is. I got a referral the other day. I got a referral about a month ago and I had a chance finally to have a phone call with the person who referred me. And I asked the same question, you know, can I give you a referral fee? You know, what, you know, what would be a, a happy gift for you? You know, cause I am really grateful and I never, ever want anyone to feel resentful of me because I have certainly been mm-hmm. resentful and have felt unappreciated in previous seasons of my business. So I like to have those conversations and to be very blunt about it. Yeah. So true. That's so true. And it's always the uncomfortable conversations that are the hardest, but it, it also just, you know, it, 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 I think it solidifies honestly, the, the partnership or just the trust to me, the trust from whomever you're talking to. I think that's what it helps is they just solidify that trust in you. And cause people do business with people they trust. So yes. It goes along. And I sometimes have the, have the, um, that I, I always seem to, assume people can read my mind. So I don't feel that I answered your question about what I do very well. Um, but basically, um, yeah, I mean, I, every client is so different and every public relations partner is so different. Mm -hmm. You know, with me, I'm a little untraditional because I'm not, you know, I only have a few retainer clients Mm -hmm. right now. And I'm open to recurring work, but I'm really more about my clients and, you know, what is their objective? I got a message on LinkedIn this morning um, from a contact of mine on the East Coast who wanted some help with something super specific. So what I do with my PR firm, Ashley, and it's about having those conversations is I sort of curate and create like a team and a scope of services kind of on a menu basis. And I say, you know, Tell me if I'm right or wrong, but here's what I think you're looking for right now. And then here is some digital content through some of my referral partners, you know, that I can create for you. And here's how much that would charge. So that would cost so that they can really pick and choose. You know, some of my clients, I do a lot of TV. uh, I do a lot of national online. Some of my clients don't see the value in that. So I'm, I'm having those conversations and I'm saying, what? you know, what do you want people to know about, about your business? And also another question I ask Mm -hmm. all the time, what is the most profitable for you? So that I can, that's good on. I mean, that's what it means. That's what matters, right? Well, you know, it's, it's what, you know, I feel that we should all make noise about what is the most profitable for us. 
or what brings us the most joy, preferably both, but it's not always both. So yeah, I asked my clients about it. And, and that's totally true. That's yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I want, I mean, I always tell people this. I'm like, everybody thinks an insurance salesman is a used car salesman. That's just the mentality. Like, I think that's just the mentality people have. And I joke and I, you know, I'm, people are in sales and I was like, why don't you be an insurance sales? And they're like, no. And I was like, do you really understand? I literally just go out and make friends. That is literally what I do. Do I understand insurance? Absolutely. Did I read the fine print? Absolutely. But once you know it, like I literally go out and make friends with all different industries, happy hours, coffee, lunch. Like that's what I do. I'm not a hunter. I'm a farmer. I like to build relationships. And within those relationships, friends, I have so many friends just from marketing and networking and all the things. And it's fun. Like I, that, that's what I tell people. That's what insurance salesman is. <laughs> like that's what it is. But not everything is the fun stuff, right? So to be profitable, sometimes it's the digging and the cold calling or, you know, getting back to the basics. But the joy stuff is going out and having coffee and, you know, doing all the fun things. So balance maybe the good word, right? Yeah. And you know, and again, a, a curate joy is a big thing. Curate joy. I used to be chase joy. Now I'm curate joy. But for me, I find that sometimes I will help a journalist with an opportunity through my resources and my network that it just makes me so happy to be able to help. So I'm a, I'm a helper. I, helping is something that brings me a lot of personal fulfillment and joy, you know? So um, that's one of the reasons I love what I do and that I will always do something similar. I may tweak how I do it, who my clients are, what industries I'm working in, but it really is all about helping amplify important voices and helping news media. Mm -hmm. And when I can get compensated yeah. to do that, that's ideal. Even better. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, kind of to circle it back around, what is something that you can kind of just tell our viewers and listeners, you touched on age, you've, I feel like you've done such a phenomenal job of fine tuning your business to what you want and how you want to run it, not let the, the, pay. I mean, I understand the pay is important, right? But at the end of the day, if you don't have the joy, you know, what is a paycheck? So what's something that you can tell people who have a late start in life that still want to go out, you know, and make, you know, follow their heart and open the business, or maybe they need to make the changes that you did. It's never too late. What's something that you can, can like tell people, tell our listeners, like, what's something that really helped you, you know, get to this point? One thing I would say immediately is be accessible, be radically accessible and flexible because that's something that I haven't always been in the past. And this, so I guess this would be the third thing because I said two things. The, the third thing would be, uh, and I may have said this before, reinvent yourselves, reinvent yourself as many times as it takes. And then the fourth thing would be, be incredibly authentic. I mm, That's 
So true. When I'm not authentic, I'm not doing my best work. And I tell this story all the time. I want to say it was 2015, 2016, Northern Nevada invited to present at an event. And I showed up in a suit and sensible shoes because I was trying to be all corporate. It it didn't go well. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I I mean, that couldn't be more true because. It's just, I always tell people I've, I've done a million sales training, right? I've done the Sandler training. I've done all of this stuff. When you put a script in front of me, like the Cardone stuff, like when you make me sound like that, and I am talking to you on the phone, reading off a script, even though I can make it where it doesn't sound like I'm reading off a script, it is not me. And you can tell, and I'm, I'm, I gotta be honest when you go to the, to the car lot or you're, you can tell that they're not authentic either. You're like, you can tell immediately when somebody is just not, I actually have a friend who is so out there in the sales role, but it's him. It's really him. Like, but I can tell. And so it's like, authenticity is so important. And it's almost, you know, on social media, it's being real. Like, you know what? My house is not clean. It's not perfect. My children are not perfect. I put videos of my daughter screaming and crying all the time. <laughs> like it is not, you know, my highlight reel for sure. And that's, I think that's where you know you can see these influencers. You're like, mm, your life is a little too perfect. I know that's not right. So now I, I don't believe you or I don't follow it. So that's a really good one. It's a really good piece of advice. Thank you. Um, so what are you looking for since you are going national? I would love, you know, my whole point of this podcast is not only to hear your story, but I am a big proponent of just supporting other businesses and small businesses uh, as particularly women, but it doesn't always have to be. What are you looking for in those other states to, you know, expand? What is there a specific industry? I know you said obviously no events, but you mentioned healthcare and things like anything specific. So, hey, you never know where you can find a client and Maybe you found it through a listener here. I don't know. I'm throwing it out to the universe. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Right now, and every season of my business changes, Ashley, but in this season of my business, and I say that through like, you know, the the whole whole year of 2024, because like I said, it takes a lot of repetition and a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, um, (laughs) regrinding to to use your term. Um, yep. So right yep. now, you know, my I have a lot of amazing clients, and I've just got a couple new ones that are in completely different industries. Right now, where I'm looking to grow nationally is helping home services businesses nationally, as well as healthcare businesses nationally, because I have a lot of really great media relationships in those areas, and there's a lot of group pitching I can do to journalists in those industries. Mm-hmm. So a home yep. service business might be a locally owned cleaning and organizing business. Um, healthcare, okay. maybe a group of doctors. I just got a group of ENT doctors uh, on the East Coast. Yeah. So those are the two industries that I'm really focusing on right now for growth. I also do a lot of work in many, many other industries. But those two are the ones that I'm really looking to grow into nationally because those are industries that I have a lot of opportunities in right now. Yep. That's so cool. And it's awesome that I always know a business owner is successful when 
they know where they can really help. And they know, you know, for example, I can insure everything. I can. I can literally insure everything. Um, we do not touch health insurance. Not my forte. Don't even want to go there. Don't even want to spend our resources on it. And I'm going to contract out, right? So I think I think when you, you know, sometimes people are early on in their career, they're like, I have to do everything just to be successful. And that actually sometimes thins you out, thins you out a little too much. And so the fact that you can narrow down and be like, no, this is where my connections are. This is where I can really thrive. And I'm going to work on this and find these people and these companies like that's, that's awesome. And I think that's a true testament to success. It's not your bank account. It's not the amount of clients you have. It's, I know where I'm going to really thrive and I know where I'm going to really do right by my clients. So that's, so congrats to you. And that's, I think a big telling part of, you know, how, how good you really are in your industry. Oh, thank you. You know, in the health and healthcare in both, both industries, and I'll share very briefly, both industries are industries I'm really personally passionate about. A lot of healthcare providers and mm-hmm. mental health providers have been super, super helpful to me, to my close friends and members of my family. Yeah. And as far as the home services businesses, um, for many, many years, I had a real big personal issue with clutter. And I, you know, kind of just... Don't ask me to see my house yeah, right now. No, but I mean, yeah, so I needed help. I needed help. So, you know, 2020, my husband and I downsized and I was like, I want to live in a different way. So that's one of the reasons that I love helping these business owners in this home services industry, because I feel that they really make life better because they made my life better. So yeah, that's, that's kind of, I think it's been on my dream to have an organ, like a home organizer come and just, let's make it happen. Since the kids came, it's, I know, right? I can, I can hook you up. (laughs) I'm like, perfect. I will reach out because let me tell you my house is a disaster. And you know what? Honestly, I'm not good at that. My desktop at my work and my work, well, not fully right now, but it's pretty organized. But you go to my house, it's a whole different world. But one thing that I've noticed is when my house gets out of a line and it just gets just crazy clutter, so does like my, I hate using the word anxiety, but like so does like my angst, like just all over and you could just feel it in your life shifts. And so it's like, no, 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 you need to spend a little extra time. Let's fix it. Let's organize it. <laughs> but now that I've learned, you know, with two, two year olds running around, there isn't really that much time. So there are things you stay in your lane for and things you hire out for. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, a hundred percent. And yeah, so that's, that's kind of like when I say the season of my business. So, you know, these yes. are, I, I, I love that because you're in an industry that you can, and I, you can always shift your business. There's never, there's nothing wrong with shifting the focus and going, you know, you have joy. These, these things bring you joy to really help them and help those. Well, one, one trick bag about PR, Ashley, and I'm sure the same thing happens in your business is I am only as successful as I am when I'm helping media. So if media contacts reach out to me, and that happened recently around Super Bowl here in Las Vegas, Mm. Um, one of my contacts is like, I need some small businesses to interview for this story. And I found them. Only one of them was my client. But, you know, I need to, that's one of the reasons I'm so collaborative. So I know know, a lot of Mm -hmm. people in my industry and kind of who their clients are. 
so that I can be helpful and valuable to my journalist relationships. So even though I may only be specializing in a handful of industries, I am connected in every industry because I have to be. But that's true success. I think that's truly like you're doing, I think that speaks volumes to you and your business. Um, Because then it also, you know, I have those referral relationships too. And sometimes we can't help, but I have, you know, I have other people that I have trusted partners that I send right to. So we're very similar, I think, in that. And I think that's kind of what makes you trustworthy. And that's why people, you know, seek you and find you. And, you know, and not everybody's the cup of tea, but that to me is where, you know, you've quote unquote made it right. Like, you know, you're doing okay. <laughs> it's a journey, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I, it I um, I'm so, I'm truly so grateful for this opportunity to have this conversation. And I hope to see you in person soon. I know I was actually half this call today. I was like, we need to go out and have coffee, especially after I, I was like, I haven't like actually had the one-on-one. I was like, we just really need to connect because I, I mean, any chance to get out of the office and, and go meet. So I am so excited that you, you know, wanted to come on and share your journey. And I appreciate you telling your story and I can't wait to, I'm glad we got to reconnect. Um, and we for sure need to have that coffee. <laughs> So thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you coming on here and and telling us about your journey and can't wait to do it again. Thank you so, so much. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Ashley Mostowski. Tune in next time for more inspiration and stories from women who've made an impact. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Special shout out to Little Dog Social Media for making all of this come together.